Greetings and salutations, Elseworld citizens. Welcome back to the podcast. It's going to be a little weird because, hey, we're going to finally be live and up to date. The last uh, two weeks have been pre-recorded, as you may be aware, because I've been away. I have took a little uh, self-vacation, a little R&R, and now I am officially back and catching up to the news because it is San Diego Comic-Con, uh, the big show, the big event in uh, California for everything, mo- movies and comics and pop culture. It is the hub. It is the heartbeat for everything entertainment these days. And we have so much news coming out of it that I had to talk about it. It's not comic book related per se, but it is comic book movies. And we had so much news to announce that that came out of Comic-Con, uh, both for Marvel and DC. And since it is Monday... It is time for Marvel Mondays, and let's get right into it, everybody. We have so much news coming out of Hall H for the Marvel Studios, and first up, of course, is Eternals. Uh, it is a show coming exclusively to uh, to theaters. It's starring Richard Madden as uh, Icarus uh, Kumal Nanjinani. Excuse me, I'm going to butcher some of these names. Um, uh, Lauren Ridloff as Makari, Brian Tyree, Henry as Fastos, Sam Hague as Ajak, Lima McHugh as Sprite, Don Lee as Gilgamesh, and Angeline Jolie as Thena. The Eternals will be directed by Chloe Zaho and will come to theaters November 6th, 2020. This is uh, really exciting. I'm, I'm excited for Eternals because this is a cosmic story that was... W- so different from the standard movies and we're finally now getting past the initial expansion of Marvel Comics in the movies um audience members have now become accustomed to the Guardians of the Galaxy the lore there the lore of Thor the lore of Asgard and now we've come to accept a bla- a big giant purple titan who could wield infinity stones so now we get to explore the true uh, core underbelly of what, why Thanos came to be, where does, how how was he affected, how was he influenced by the world he comes from, we're able to dive even deeper and explore the cosmic realm uh, that is the Eternals, and I am I'm so looking forward to it because this is this is like Lord of the Rings in space for me. That's the way I think about it. It's got the the deep fantasy lore with that sci-fi flair, and it's just going to be a great movie to take your kids to, especially if they're not big fans of the other Marvel movies. This is going to be one hell of a way to introduce uh, kids and family alike and friends to Marvel uh, comics. Uh, next up is the exclusive Disney Plus show, uh, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Of course, Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan are reprising their roles as Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, and it was also revealed that Daniel Brühl will return as the villain Baron Zemo. And it will be coming to the streaming service in fall of 2020. I'm really looking forward to this because I, I, I'm interested to see where they take Falcon. Uh, if you haven't seen Endgame, spoilers ahead, but uh, Falcon is the one who gets the shield at the end of the film. You know, Cap passes on the mantle to Falcon. 
as the new Captain America. And it's uh, true to form in the logo. We see the shield of Captain America uh, in the logo as well. So maybe we'll get a little uh, give and take where they're they're kind of vying for the legacy of Cap. And, and, and maybe we'll see them both take up the mantle in the show. Um, I think season one will be exclusively for Falcon, but maybe by season two, Falcon feels like he's not worthy of the title and Bucky will pick up the, pick up the reins. Maybe we'll see who knows. Uh, next is another amazing classic comic that is finally making a debut. Uh, it is Marvel Studios Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings starring Sim- Simu Liu, uh, Liu excuse me, in the title role. Uh, appearing on, alongside Liu will be Aquafina in an undisclosed role and Tony Leung as the true Mandarin of the leader of the Ten Rings. Uh, it's going to be directed by Destin Daniel Cretton and it's going to come out in February 12th of 2021, my birth month. So I'm excited for that. This is going to be a great birthday to myself. Uh and I'm just, I'm so pumped that they're bringing back the Ten Rings. I'm I'm curious to see if it'll be the same Ten Rings from Iron Man 1. Uh, if you haven't seen Iron Man 1 in a while, go back and watch it. The core original, like, origins to the Ten Rings was in that film. So I'm interested and excited to see if we're going to get a little taste of that again. Uh, next up is WandaVision. It's going to be an original series starring, once again, uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany are going to be both reprising their roles as Wanda Maximoff and Scarlet Witch, uh, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch, excuse me, and Vision. Uh, co-starring with them is going to be Teona Paris, who uh, Feige revealed would be playing the adult Monica Rambeau, uh, and who was also introduced as a child in Marvel Studios' Captain Marvel. And it's going to arrive in spring of 2021. And, of course, the God of Mischief himself is returning to Mar- to uh, Disney Plus with Marvel Studios' Loki. It's going to be an original series starring Tom Hiddleston himself. And we will see the God of Mischief causing even more trouble starting in spring of 2021. It was also revealed that the Loki TV show will be taking place within Endgame. So within the events of Endgame, this is where that show is going to take place. Because in the film, you see Loki grab the Tesseract and he just jumps in. He portals away from uh, a scenario within Endgame. Uh, so it's that's going to be cool to watch. I, I think Loki's going to be my go-to watch for Disney Plus for sure uh, outside of the Star Wars shows. All right, next up, and this is a big one, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Mayhem. Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, as Stephen Strange, he's coming back. Scott Derrickson returning as director and joining Doctor Strange this time around will be the Scarlet Witch, played by Elizabeth Olsen. In another twist, the events of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will connect with the Disney Plus series WandaVision, and it will um, be coming to theaters in May 7th, 2021. So this is really exciting because this is the first time where Feige and Marvel have officially confirmed that the sh- the streaming shows on Disney Plus are also going to tie in to the cinematic universe and they're going to have, uh, you know, effect, cause and effect on each other. So WandaVision, the TV show, will also influence the Doctor Strange movie. So that's really exciting and guarantees uh, some views for the streaming show for sure. And next but not least, one of my favorites, 
the one thing I am so looking forward to, you've heard me talk about it so much, guys. What if comics is turning into a show, an animated show by Marvel Studios. Marvel Studios, what if the first animated series in the MCU will star Jeffrey Wright as the voice of the Watcher? If you don't know who Jeffrey Wright is, uh, think um, HBO's Western uh, Western show. I'm drawing a blank, of course, right now. But anyway, think of him, the black guy from uh, the Western show on, on HBO. He's starring, he's as the Watcher. And many actors across the MCU will reprise their roles as the voice talent. In, and what if we'll present alternate realities in the Marvel Universe that are set to warp your world? It is summer of 2021. We're expecting that on Disney+. Plus. Uh, I'm so looking forward to that because we already know that we are going to get a Peggy Carter Captain America with uh, within this show. So I'm really looking forward to that. Now, what if is my go-to, my second go-to for the streaming show. Uh, so that's another one that I'm really looking forward to on top of Loki. Uh, another uh, show that's kind of come to the streaming service is Marvel Studios Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner is returning and he joins, uh, uh, he joined Kevin, Kevin Feige on stage to share more details about the show at San Diego Comic-Con. He also introduced uh, Kate Bishop, who has been, uh, hitting your mark in the Marvel comics as well, of course, as is uh, reported on this uh, news by uh, a Hollywood Reporter. And that's going to be coming out in fall of 2021. And the big, uh, the, the hammer that was dropped at the show was, of course, Thor. Uh, and it was a huge reveal because Natalie Portman is going to be returning to the next Thor film. It and she's going to be joining Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson, Taika Waititi is returning as director, and she confirmed that Jane Foster will be becoming the mighty Thor, the goddess of thunder, and it, the title is Thor, Love and Thunder, and holy smoke, guys, this, that the, the 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 title the the big poster reveal it the colors of this title remind me of He-Man. It is just it's like a combination of He-Man and Thundercats colors, and it's absolutely glorious. I am so excited. Uh, if you haven't read the comics yet, there is a Jane Foster run of the Mighty Thor, and it is absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm not going to spoil the story if you haven't read it. But needless to say, Jane becomes worthy of Mjolnir and becomes Thor. And it's an absolutely incredible story. Although, they're definitely going to do a very different spin on it, as I'm sure, because Thor was still worthy at the after the events of Endgame. He didn't become unworthy. Um, so, he is still technically the god of thunder. So it'll be interesting to see what events cause this rift and allow Mjolnir to then go to Jane and for her to truly become Thor. So that that's going to be exciting. I cannot wait for that. That is coming to theaters November 5th, 2021. God, two years. Going to have to wait two years for the next Thor movie. Ah, so painful. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, we have Black Widow which is going to be a uh, film as well. Scarlett Johansson is returning to her role as the uh, spy of many origins. Uh, she's being joined by David Harborough as Alexei 
aka the Red Guardian, Florence Pooh as Yelena, O.T. Fabinle as Mason, and Rachel Weiss as Melina. Kate Shortland is directing, and this is coming to theaters May 1st of 2020. And then the big surprise, the final big surprise by Kevin Feige was introducing Mahersha Ali as none other than the Daywalker Blade. Uh, No details on a release date, but uh, it was uh, Feige said that Mahersha Ali had been vying for this role, had been wanting to do this film for a long time, and personally went met with Kevin Feige about Blade. So they said yes. This is absolutely a great idea. And so within, I would say, the end of Phase 4, we will see, finally, a new Blade movie. Now, of course, because it's part of the MCU now, it is not a streaming service. It is a feature film. It will probably not be rated R. It's going to be PG-13. So we'll see how that goes for Blade. Because Blade, if you haven't watched the original three films, it is very gory. It is very violent. He is a violent character. Uh, he's, he's, he's a vampire hunter for God's sakes. Uh, so curious to see if they're able to walk the fine line of horror and action for Blade. Uh, but still nonetheless, very excited. That is all the news coming out for Marvel today, guys. Uh, it is all the time that I have right now, but Hey, listen, what amazing news to have. We are, we are getting into the, the comic book storylines that I, I love from Marvel, really. I love the fact that we're getting the Jane Foster Thor. Um, it, absolutely great premise and an amazing way to bring that character back in. And holy cow, they got Natalie Portman back. I thought that that rift had fully been severed. You know, I thought that bridge had burnt down, I, you know, for Natalie Portman. I didn't think she was going to be want to come back. But, hey, maybe the Endgame box office finally, you know, kind of woke her up to it and went, all right, you know. I'll suck it up and take back this role again. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I've never seen Natalie Portman in a full action role, so it'll be interesting interesting to see uh, if she's going to go like the uh, the Daisy Ridley route and do all the stunts, train like crazy, and get into shape, or if they're going to kind of play it here and there the way they did with uh, Scarlett Johansson for uh, Age of Ultron. Because because ScarJo was pregnant, she couldn't do as many of the stunts, so her stunt double did a lot more for her. So I'm curious to see uh, where they will go with Natalie Portman. But nevertheless, super excited. Cannot wait to see a female Thor. That's absolutely amazing. Amazing streaming shows and just amazing stories. I cannot wait for What If. Absolutely fantastic. Listen, guys, I got to let you go. But thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed me reading the news, which will be what will be happening next uh, on the next show as well, because there's so much news to come out. I just got to fly right through it, uh, get my little thoughts in here and there, and then finish, because uh, there's just so much to unpack. So Friday will be the full conversation. Today is just going through the list, talking about the news. Uh, So it will be Wednesday. And then Friday, we're just going to unload and get super sweaty, get super comic book Uh, crazed about all this news and of course talk comics because we will have an indie spotlight for friday thanks again guys i will see you guys here on wednesday for the dc side of the san diego comic-con news and then 
Catch me right back here on Friday as well for Indie Comics Spotlight as well as Indie Comics News coming out of San Diego Comic-Con. Thanks again, guys. I am your host, TJ Aquilina, and as always, keep an Elseworlds state of mind.